Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. It's summertime, kids. Hopefully you're uh, having fun. You getting out? Getting in the water? Is it hot and humid where you're at? Or is it hot and dry where you're at? Or is it just kind of temperate and kind of mild where you're at? My hand's in the air. Kali, man, you'd think we'd be like 80 degrees, summer, but weird weather, man. It's just starting to kind of peak into some warmth. 75, pushing maybe 80 a couple days, but that's the weather report. It's been it's been really weird. A lot of moisture, a lot of overcast, like we get in May and June, or June gloom. But uh, it'll start to get warm. We'll start to get hot. Fourth of July is a couple days away, man. What are your plans? You're going to cook a turkey? You're going to have a burger and a dog? You're going to take the kids out and see some fireworks? going to drag your old lady over to a restaurant, maybe watch a movie? Or are you just going to sit on that damn couch? Just waste away your life. Come on, get out and do something. See the world, man. You only got one shot at this, at least as far as we know. Anyway, so recapping last week, that was, I, I really enjoyed my talk with uh, Jared, by the way. And I think I haven't had a follow-up conversation with him yet, but I think he found a spot uh, for his new shop in, in, uh, in the greater AZ, in the Phoenix Metro, if you will. Um, you know, he's got plenty of inspiration. There's a lot of guys paved the, the way before him. It's kind of the, it's a renaissance right now. If you guys are in the industry, you already know. If you're not, if you're looking into the industry, the retail markets are blowing up. We are snatching out of the purses of the old lady body shops, if you will. I like that acronym. Some old lady walking down Fifth Avenue and somebody's purse snatching her. But I don't like that idea. But swap the old lady for body shops. We're snatching a percentage of their business. And rightfully so, it's better for the client. And body shops, aren't. most of them aren't gonna give it to us. They might, but most of the time they're not. So we gotta go snatch that person, take it from them, right? Um, maybe even some jewelry too while we're at it. But um, no, no, I'm not for that in the literal sense. Figuratively, yeah, body shops, oh yeah, that's, that's freaking, this is business, guys. Business is war. Sun Tzu, right? Go read it, The Art of War. Um, book drop. So, uh, anyway, yeah, hopefully, uh, we'll get an update. We'll, we'll reach back out to, to Jared in the next few weeks, maybe a month. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, hail report. We've had a lot more hail dropping. It's, it's a pretty epic season. 23 is looking good, man. There's a lot of money being infused into the, uh, into the business, into the, the, the market. Um, so much so that I think State Farm posted a loss very rarely, but they're actually, and we're having problems because of it, and, and, and they're tightening up their noose on their claims, and I see it in all, on all the boards and stuff. So it's not going to just be just State Farm. It's going to be a lot of the industry insurance companies. You're going to see them getting kind of bitchy, potentially. I mean, and that's not good news if you do work for insurance. I try to push away from it. I try to push people from not doing it. I mean, they're so they're so they they already saw the writing on the wall a year ago, I think. So, so right now, I'd rather have cash pay 
and not make quite as much, but have to not deal with the bureaucracy and waiting for the money. We had a client last week um, that I finally got paid on that we did the job 30 days prior. And it took, I had to chase this money down. And it was Geico. It wasn't like a, I don't do second tier. Um, I got a negative review from a guy on Yelp not too long ago because we, uh, we were going through everything and I told him I didn't really want to deal with his second tier insurance. Oh, no, come on, come on, come on. And then it just ended up being a waste of time. And then I'm just like, after, after a while, I'm just like, this guy and, and, and insurance and everything. I'm like, dude, I can't deal with this. You're going to have to take your car somewhere else. Well, I wasted my time. You know, you know, yeah, so did I. And it's all because of your choice from choosing this shitbox insurance. Millwood or whatever the hell it was. So $2,000 pair and like $1,200 was parts from Lexus. You know, what, what are we doing? And I'm not going to make any money on those parts. And we make a little bit of money. It's like, it's like doing a bumper repair. It's like really all that work for what? And then, of course, they're going to slow pay me? No. Nope. Don't need it. Don't need it. We're not slow. We're not, you know. If, if things were screeching to a halt, yeah, we needed a little bit of money. And I didn't mind waiting 30 to 45. Okay, let's bring it in. It's better than nothing. Feed the boys. Then eat the sitch. So anyway, so yeah, so just keep an eye out if you're doing insurance work. You might it might become a little more challenging. I'm just I'm looking into Brian's PDR crystal ball and it's it's a little cloudy in there with a chance of blood. Um, all right, so front line, the front line when we fight these battles, especially on the retail side, but even even wholesale too. You're always trying, I always talk about the avatar, right? Your ideal customer, you know, John Q. Public, you know, if, if it's a male, if their average age, their income, what kind of car they typically drive. We were, Jeff and I, last Friday, we were, it might have been Saturday. Anyway, we were looking at the board. We have a, we have a physical calendar that we work off of. And we were just kind of thinking what kind of cars come in and what kind of cars don't. And this last weekend on Saturday, I, we did a couple of, well, we had a couple of um, estimates come in, um, which I want to jump into. And then we had a car get dropped off, a Boxster. Um, sidebar, this Boxster, the guy was walking across his garage and his teen son left a shoe out there. And Mansoor is his name, tripped over the shoe and freaking supermaned it face first into his fire engine red Boxster on the fender. How he didn't, I mean, his face is still sore. How he didn't break his nose or cheekbone, this dent was insane. And he was like, yeah, if I would have hit, I mean, his hands didn't even get out in time. If he would have hit the wheel, he would have broken some shit. Would have been ugly. But I, uh, I don't know. But this guy, you know, just, just a little under $1,000 repair. Okay, saw the value. I, I, I explained it to him in detail. Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how I got to do it. Blah, 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 blah. And he also had a gas door dent right next to the fender. Okay. All right, let's do it. I'll spend the money. You know, you're not repainting. Nope. I'm going to save your factory paint. I'm going to save everything. Save parts, save time, save money, save code. Um, and then fast forward to a customer, her name, let's just call her Allison. Really nice young lady comes in and she has this beat up M45 Infinity. Okay, huge dent in the corner of a bumper, but as a, it's one of those jobs where you start walking around and you walk past train wreck after train wreck before you get to the damage. I'm like, oh my God, what could be over there when we're, we're passing up on this stuff? And right away, I just wanted to say, ah, ah, ah. 
Allison, it was great meeting you. Here's my card if I can help you in the future, but I can't help you right now. I would have loved to have said that. Turn around, walk back inside instead of saving myself the five to 10 minute, which ended up being 15 to 20 minutes, and I'll explain, conversation. Because we already know, Allison doesn't have the budget. If she did, A, that car wouldn't look like it, or B, that car wouldn't even be her car. That'd be in a scrapyard somewhere, or it'd been restored. So we come around, the back bumpers got clear coat peeling from shitty resprays from eons ago, and then about a, I don't know, 10 pound baby in swaddling cloth size dent in the corner. How much for this dent? 300 bucks. How much to reshoot my whole, to do the whole bumper? Mm, about 875. Eh, a little past my budget, but maybe, maybe that's the right thing to do. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, you take the bumper out, the, it's, you're, you're taking a little bit of ass out of a lot of ass, which in my mind, it's not the conversation I said. And then she had a couple fist size dents in her door right behind the driver's door, driver's side rear door. How much for these dents? Good guy price. 250 each, I told her. Wow, $500. Yeah. Yep. One had a huge ass crown on it, fist size. And the other one was, I don't know, pretty easy. Baseball size, kind of mid softy. But I'm, you know, I know what the job's worth. And even at that point, she had no idea I'd already given a discount. Okay, well, maybe we'll skip the dents and, you know, maybe we'll look into that bumper. Okay, you, you want to just kind of give it, kick it around a little bit? AK, I don't think you have the money. And, you know, I'm looking at, I, I'm profiling her. I'm looking at what she's wearing. I'm looking at what shoes. Does she have a purse on? Does she have jewelry? Nothing. Nothing. Her clothes weren't all tattered and ripped, but, you know, they, they could have been Walmart fashion. Probably were. And there's nothing wrong with that. We, we buy shit at Walmart. The shoes that are on my feet are from Walmart. Why? Because I tear them up in about two to four weeks. And for a $12 pair of shoes, I chuck them. They don't leave the shop. I don't wear them home. I don't wear them out. I don't go to, when I go to that nice steakhouse, I don't wear my Walmart $12 freaking kicks. Hey, kids, check out my freaking new kicks. They're Michael Jordan fakes. No, not at all. But there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, I'm also trying to figure out how, I don't want to waste my time. And I already knew I was wasting my time. And time is money. Matter of fact, time is more than money. Time is 2x money because we can always make money. We can't make that other one, can we? So it's about profiling, guys. It's about asking the right questions. Okay? Find out who can pay, who cannot pay. Be tactful. Be tactful. Is this something you're thinking about repairing soon? You know? You need to kick it around? You need to come around? Cool. Let me, here, here's a quick little estimate. Call me if I can assist you. Now, kick rocks, essentially. And people sometimes know, hey, you're trying to kind of push me out. Yeah, I am, but... You and I know you're not ready to do this, and I've got business behind me. So, find your right avatar. Find your mansoors. Find your guys that are going to freaking do a Superman into a car with their face and see the value. We had a, I think it was a, it's either, doesn't really matter. It was a pearl white car, double golf ball size dent, nasty crown, very deep through a byline, high sparkle, high flake, pearl white. And I'm like, I mean, maybe maybe a golf ball and a half. I told the client, and I told, I told Jeff, who's who's at the time writing the sheet. I said that's every bit of 400 bucks. I go, that thing's deep, you know. And I think pe people often don't think that dents are a small dent, you know, something less than your fist is 400 bucks. Obviously, Allison with the Infinity didn't think that. But he's like, no, that's fine. I want to get this done. That that's what it takes. That's what it takes. All right, cool. Jeff, go ahead and schedule him. Nice meeting you. I'm going to get back to my boxer now.
So on that note, let's, let's schmooze over into what I want to call tech trick corner. Tension and stress in dance are paramount to making good, getting good results, okay? It really is. And I'm talking to you from three decades, probably before you, or two decades, maybe even a decade if you're somebody experienced listening to this. But I'm before most people who listen, who listen to this. And, and the one thing I will share with you is I still don't acknowledge this enough. What's my shortcoming as a PDR tech? And that's more, there's more than one, but what's my biggest one or one of my biggest? It's this. I get impatient. I rush jobs. I go sharper tools too soon. I need to delay, delay, delay. And what will typically happen is like this dent, it was so deep on the one spot, it went 90 degrees from the surface. Just about 90 degrees, maybe 80. I mean, not, you know, five or 10 degrees would be almost flat, right? Like a soft shallow. This thing went so deep and it had a crown on one edge of it inside the dent that was so stiff. When I was trying to get that wall to lay down, I'm hitting it with my rubber tap downs. People came over and started watching me. I couldn't even use my regular hammer. I was using like a, a mini hand sledge. And just like, man, that, that's stiff. I'm like, I know. And I'm lucky the paint wasn't a high flake. It was just like a fire engine red, like a guard's red. But man, what a tough bitch. So, on this particular day, it came out fine. But it still had more texture than I would have liked. And that's because I jumped the gun. Now, when I finally got the walls to lay down a little bit with heat, different kinds of rubber tap downs I'm experimenting with, hard and soft, you know, hard plastic hammers, whatever, and heat. It still marked with the tapping down, still gave me some, some not sharp divots, but more texture than I would have liked to have had. But the problem was it wasn't moving. The large rubber was just bouncing off and off and off. And what will eventually happen is you'll actually stretch the metals if, if you don't start going sharper stuff. So I started with going more dense tap downs, more, more strong, more rigid versus rubber. And, you know, and I was doing two ways. I also had tension and was tapping. That wasn't helping. I mean, it was, this thing was a bitch. You know, it's tough to do tension pulls and tap downs when you got to use heat. Unless you're using magnets, you can't use a lot of heat because the glue release, right? So I wish I had stronger, smaller magnets. I wish I had a two inch by one inch magnet that could hold three or 400 pounds. I probably do. If I put, if, and it, thank God, on that note, it was metal. I we, were, we were laughing because most Porsche fenders, modern day, this was a new car, are aluminum. But Porsche trying to save money on a cheaper version of their, of their lineup, they, they elect it for steel. Thank God. If that dent was an aluminum, probably wouldn't have came out very well. We had one similar this week that exactly that was the case. It was an Audi fender deep and it just started nodding up at me. I'm like, you know what? This ain't going to work. I called the customer like, you know what? I can leave it down or I can bring it up and we can go push to paint. What do you want to do? And I hate making that conversation because it didn't have any paint damage on it. But I didn't have an aluminum ductor and that was probably the only thing that was going to save it because I was getting that thing so hot that I was about ready to start burning the paint. I could smell it. I could smell the taste of not victory, a failure. And 
getting ready to burn that freaking clear coat nice and tan. So he booked it to have us paint it, which is a bummer, but not all dents come out and it comes down to tension, stress. And I'm not talking about people, I'm talking about cars. Although tension and stress will also kill you just like it'll kill a dent. So address that as you will. So what could I have done? I probably could have gone with a little more of a, a, a harder, harder rubber instead of the R4 or the, dent, the ultra dent tap downs that I was using, or maybe a leather, I think a leather tap down maybe would have been enough. And I think maybe some lateral pulls, which I, yeah, that, that now that I just said it, that was probably the key. I should have gone lateral. That would have pulled it wide instead of taking it down. That was exactly, that's what it was. I didn't put straps and then just start pulling it wide. That thing would have came down and I wouldn't have had the tension in it and the, and the little bit of extra, extra texture. So that's what it was. There's the clue. I needed tension pulls. Actually, I just needed it from the, the right side. I didn't need any both sides. I just needed it to pull from the front and then it would have laid down. So there it is. Always try to elevate your game, address your tension, address your stress. You'll have cleaner work. So moving on, what are my business constraints? What are my handcuffs? What's holding me back from being big pimp Brian daddy? And some of you are probably saying, Brian, you already are big pimp daddy. And I appreciate that. I love you all. Hugs and kisses. Nobody's saying that, but that's all right. I'm not butthurt. I have thick skin. I have thick calluses. Do you know your constraints, by the way? I'm going to flip that mirror around and have you look in the mirror of your business, a business mirror. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. We've talked about this, but I'm going to list out some of mine. And I'm not going to list them all. I'm not going to list the micro, or, but I'm just going to list two that are, that are pretty massive. And they're decent. The good news, over my 31 years, I've acquired some skills. Thank God. Just by osmosis. I'm no smart cat. I just, I just happen to trip across things and fall on my face. Oh, don't drag your feet, you know, on gravel. You won't, that way I won't trip. That's, that's my methodology of learning new things. Trying to, or just fail and then, okay, I won't do that again. I learned something just like this Porsche. It wasn't a failure, but it could, instead of an A, it should have been, it could have been an A plus. I mean, it really was nice. He couldn't find the dent. I mean, that's how it turned out. It wasn't like heavy texture but I saw it, you know what I'm saying? Double the factory peel, that's how it looked. Okay, so constraints. And I'm talking about skills that I've acquired that they're way more impactful than pushing clean dents, which is what everybody wants to talk about. Not about how to make double, triple the money they're making. Because I probably could take just about everybody listening to this podcast and at least two extra year income. You get to make decisions you may not want to make. But if you made doubling your income a priority and you could still keep your family or wife, everything else is, is off the table. But, you know, potentially, maybe you got to move. Maybe you got to work a different schedule. Maybe you have to travel. I don't know. But I could definitely, no matter what, I could 2x everybody's income. Everybody. Including my own. And that's what we're going to get after. So my first constraint is space. Let's say, cause I can only repair X amount of cars a day 
based on our space. I don't have a 30,000 square foot warehouse. We're not in Madison, Wisconsin, where I can get a warehouse for the cost of a cheese sandwich. No disrespect to anybody that's in Cheeseland or Beerland. God love you. And, and I, I, I'm jealous of you because you guys get a lot of hail, but we'll talk about that another time. All right, so let's say we, we do $2,000 a day, okay? I'm not gonna tell you that's accurate, plus or minus, but let's just say, I mean, that would be decent. That's $40,000 a month, okay? That's decent. $40,000, that's almost a half a million dollars a year, okay? No slouch. That's good money. Now, if we added 2x the space I have right now and one more person, I could double my revenue. I could go four grand a day. That means I'm making pretty much a million dollars. No, I'm over a million a year. Just by doubling my space with my current scenario, all things being equal. Now, I could get space nearby my, my shop that I'm, we currently have, our studio, as I like to, like to call it. It's more fancy. Or totally new space, a, a standalone. So what are the challenges? If I were to take that on, what are the challenges to solve? Because everything's just a simple math equation you have to solve. Okay, rent. I'm gonna have to pay rent. And I gotta find a spot. And is automotive allowed? Those are pretty much it. Is it accessible? Can I rent it? Is the rent favorable? Will they rent to me? That's the challenge that if you listen to Jared's podcast from a better a better repair, he was saying, hey, you know what? It's not easy to find automotive. It's not. People think, what's the connotation with automotive? We're all greaseheads and we have 50 cars in the parking lot and they look like a bunch of freaking sad Herbie the Love Bug with all the freaking fenders hanging off the side and, you know, freaking busted up grills like a bad Mike Tyson fight. You know, acts like a typical Mike Tyson fight back in the day. So, so those are the challenges to, to solve. I solved those challenges, put the, the key components in place, which are nothing. I've just doubled my income. Brian, why aren't you doing that? Well, that's, that's a conversation for another day. How, how do you know I'm not? We are, we are growing. I will tell you that. So why, why am I not, it's not what I just said. What I just said is pretty powerful. I just showed you guys how I can double my income and I'm moving in that direction. I'm moving in that gentle direction. We will have more locations. We will have more space. Soon, we're gonna do more work. What? So I can double my income. Why have I not brought up anything else? Okay, I got labor. Yeah, I gotta do labor. Okay, true. That's the other constraint. I have to find somebody. But that's it. It's the things I'm not saying. Did I say I'm gonna need more marketing? No, I already know what to do, it's easy. Am I gonna need more customer service? Not really. Am I gonna be able to enchant and be my sorcery, do my sorcery, my wizardry? I'll still be able to do that. And I can train people how to do it. How to make people happy. How to exceed their expectations. How to have people refer other people back to us. Would you rather spend a shit ton of money in advertising or spend a shit ton of money in time making people give you referrals? B, please. There's a huge, I, I could go down that rabbit hole. What I just said is, is, we talked about it, but I don't know if anybody realizes it. It's so powerful for any business. Labor constraint. We've almost doubled our income this year. 
I've got a really good painter. He's very conscientious. He does exceptional work. He's reliable. We're at least 35, 40% up. Pretty much because of him. My painter last year or year before was not very good. Quality was, you can flip a coin. I constantly, we were doing, redoing jobs all the time. It, it was very sketchy. It was going to kill my reputation. So I started cutting back on it. And then we finally, finally went through a few people, finally found somebody. Okay. So if we need more help, is this a solvable problem? Yes. Is it easy? No. Imagine if I added two to three more locations along with the essentials, the people. I could easily crack two million a year. And, I, and when I say easily, I mean easily, guys. Everybody that's in this business knows what I'm talking about. This business is so fucking simple. It's freaking meatloaf and scalloped potatoes with a side of freaking green beans. There's nothing, it's not freaking science. It really isn't. It's just so, automotive business recon is just dumb simple. And I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm putting myself down because it's the business I chose and I'm still not crushing it, but we're doing, we're respectable. But here's the, you could say the upside is, oh man, you could be doing X. Yeah, I know, but I'm not. And that's sad. That means I've been paying an ignorant tax, a failure to act tax every year of one to 1.5 million. That's, that's so sad. And this could be done nationwide, maybe even worldwide. You can pick the right demo. You got the right demographics. Freaking pinch your, your tent and begin your recon business. This is huge, guys. No marketing, no estimate changes, no customer service, no, no changes to the enchantment system. You just plug and play. So two constraints, for me at least. Space, a place to conduct the services, and two, people to do it. Nothing else is complicated. Yeah, oh, I, I'm gonna need to put more paint in. Whoopie do. You know what a toner set costs? I can get a toner set for three grand. Paint guns, crumbs. Oh, we need more PDR tools, really? Oh man, they're thousands of, yeah, they're thousands of dollars. Okay, one big job's gonna pay for a set. That's amazing. I don't know. So yeah, we are growing. That's the footnote to this, to this story. TB, TBD, right? TB, TB, uh, to be determined or to be continued. It, it will be continued. We are gonna add more space. We're gonna do more cars. I would love to go out of the area. I think we're probably, the next step right now, we're looking for a space nearby just so we can double our volume from where we're at. We have enough customers and we have to keep scheduling people out two to four weeks. You know, the the gremlin in the room, last thing I'll, before I let you guys skedaddle, go to the park and eat your corn on the cob um, for your 4th of July block party. You're gonna have more headaches, more variables, more moving parts, more headaches. So that's, that's if you say, why haven't I done it or why am I not just going gangbusters? because I've already been bigger in the past and I've, I'm measured because I don't want to have a bunch of headaches. I don't want that stress. I'm older in my life now. I don't need to be putting out fires at Sunday afternoon at four o'clock, you know, 
I occasionally get people that still will call me. And, oh man, you know my my molding's coming off from that door you repaired. And da da da. What's going? What the fuck, man? Bring it in. We'll take care of it. You know. But if you do 4x, you know you're gonna have more or 2x. You're gonna have more variables for problems. Hey, your your tech didn't show up today at location number three. Oh shit. I gotta get somebody over there. It happens. It happens. I, I broke my phone case a couple weeks ago, and by broke it, I mean I laid it on the ground and couldn't find it and drove over it. I didn't realize when I was doing a dent, a fender, it, I kicked it right behind the tire. So luckily, it didn't break the phone, but broke the case or the screen. We went to a place at 10:15. They open at 10. Okay, we're not pushing it, guys. I'm not asking you to open at 7. 10 o'clock, and nobody was there. The person who runs that shop was showed up late. We went somewhere else. And then they called us, said, hey, you know, you had an appointment. What happened? And I explained, oh, we'll give you 5% off. Uh, thank you very little. And no, we've already found somebody else. And be sure now I won't use you again. You know, I'm not going to leave a bad review or anything. I don't think that's fair. But at the same time, you've lost my opportunity to do business. And that could happen if we grow our space. You know, you're going to have more fires. So just know that. I don't care if you've got five twin brothers which mathematically probably isn't possible. But let's just say you have a lot of family, right? And they're gonna run, it doesn't mean it's gonna be easier. Sometimes it's harder. And I hope my brother doesn't mind me saying, I think he would agree. When my brother worked directly with me, it was freaking tough. He's still a dent tech, but we do not work alongside each other anymore. We talk, we're, we're in good, good terms, but it just, it's, it's, the chemistry just wasn't there. So, anywho, that's it. What do you guys think? 30 minutes in, a little bit of deets. I just showed you how I'm gonna go from, you know, million-ish to two million maybe, I'm hoping. But, I just gotta find that, oh, the last thing, one thing I didn't talk about, I'm sorry. You need to have preventative medicine. Meaning, see the problems before they, they happen and solve them before they happen. Like the, you need to have redundancy. Who could already go to that location? How are you gonna find out if your tech's not there before you need to have redundant labor? You need to even have redundant space, I would say. Anything that can, can fail in the system, the mathematical equation, have a backup plan. <coughs> Excuse me, dry throat. Have a backup plan. If you got extra people, you have extra space that you know you can go take care of that's like flex space, that's huge. A shop that will cover your overflow, excellent. That way the cancers don't come and bite you and take you down. You do that, I'm telling you, it's, it's much smoother sailing. We do, we have flexibility luckily. I have backup people for my current location that when somebody can't come in, and it's happened, he's been sick. I've been sick. Backup. Thank you, Jake. Location. Do we have a backup location? We do. If for some reason we can't use this space and my landlord kicked me out tomorrow because they didn't like the, the way that I wear my facial hair, I could still take customers in. I could still serve them. That's massive. So always have backup plans. Plan for failure, even when it's not probable. If you do that, you're invincible. Find ways to sync your business and then cover those. I was reading this. This isn't my idea. 
although it's it, it I worry about some of these things sometimes so I try to soften them so I don't have the worries but there was a Facebook man the, the, the all famous Facebook manual that that was like drafted like a company uh, document you know I, documents not a good word for it. it's almost like a um, it's like you know ancient sea scrolls super super important and the one of the things in the document for the Facebook uh, growth plan was is try to make the business fail. How can this business fail? And then let's solve for that so it doesn't happen. Well, it's the same thing with our businesses. How can, how can things go wrong? Okay, somebody could not show up for work. I could lose my lease. What about bad reviews? That's another one. What if I get two, three bad reviews in one week? I just have a bad run. Or I have a competitor who's a fucktard. Has it happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never told you guys the story about one of my competitors in the training arena who sent two people to train with me for a week. A father and son. And they seemed so on edge the whole time. And I even videoed, we were going to lunch one time. I had a GoPro in my van. I said, what do you, and it was like Friday and they were coming in to train on a Saturday. Hey, what do you guys think? Training's been pretty good, huh? On video, they said, yeah, it's excellent. I said, you guys think you're gonna be able to go out and do this for a living? Oh yeah, for sure. Luckily, I got that on video because two days later, I had a negative review that said I was the devil. And then I had a little, I won't mention how I was able to piece it to my competitor, but I found the, the, the thread. And then I'm like, oh, shit, these guys were hired and paid by my competitor. I mean, he spent $2,500 to, to have a negative review. That's crazy. Did it hurt? Eh, at first, it probably, I probably lost a couple, couple jobs, a couple, a couple students, I should say. And then after that, no, didn't. And that's why it hasn't happened since. That person realized that, you know, it's going to take more than that. But your competitor could do it in the service arena. You literally could get a couple bad reviews. And if, if your reputation is a lot of how you get your work, you better ha have an alternative. You need, better ha have a backup for that, right? Just like everything else. Where are the weak links? Can you lose a lease? Yes. What's my backup plan? Can you lose your labor? Yes. What's my backup plan? Can I get a bunch of negative reviews? Unlikely, but yes, could happen. What's my backup plan? Have a fail safe, and then guess what? You are fucking invincible at that point. You can give them the big freaking bird to your, your competitor, the big bird to, to, to the landlord, big bird to, to your one worker who, who is hungover and didn't want to show up. That's not what happened to my guy. But I'm just saying, my guy was sick, okay? I'll give a big bird to the to the flu that he got. Okay, he was sick, and he even came in one one or two days where he still had his fever. God love him. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to find good people like that, and I appreciate them, and I try to reward them as much as possible, treat them like family. But have backup plans, regardless. If you do, how can you fail? You but you have just like the Facebook manual. You got to dig deep. How can this find the chinks in the armor? How can my business fail, and then I'm gonna cover for it? I got backup plans. Well, there it is. All right, sorry, I'm gonna an extra five minutes, 35 minutes in. Hey, love you all. Big hugs. Fourth of July, Woohoo! Ring that Fourth of July bell, Brian. Have a great fourth. Get out and have some good vittles. Have a pop or two if you're into that, or Kool-Aid, whatever you like. Enjoy the week, and we'll have a new episode for you next weekend, man. Love you all. This is Brian Jump. Peace out.
I sometimes do this. For those of you that stuck through the uh, the bumper music, I got one more quick story. So we've been, I talk about restorations. We've been doing, we got two Porsches here we're restoring, old, one's for my son, uh, which to his chagrin, he can't keep it. He gets to drive it for a month or two and then he's got to sell it and I'm making him use that money as a down payment on his first piece of real estate, like a condo. Something cheap, because California, there's nothing cheap. Um, but I was able, I have two buses that I, I've also procured to my own chagrin, too, too much, too much. I had somebody who was gonna help me restore them and then he quit, which I didn't have my fail safe, did I? But anyway, the joy of enjoying one of them, I was able to drive it home, my maiden voyage last weekend, which was sick. It was just fun, because I mean, you work so hard. We've had this thing for probably nine months and I finally got to drive it. I'm gonna post up a video, I'm gonna put it up, I'm gonna do a GoPro. Uh, I've got it with me today, I'm gonna to drive home. But what's the lesson here? If you work really hard at something, the the fruits of your labor are just so much sweeter. You know what I'm saying? God, it was just so cool driving that bus. I was getting thumbs up, people are flashing the lights at me, people pull up next to me, want me to roll down my window, but this bus doesn't have roll down, they, they have sliding windows. And, oh, man, that's the coolest thing ever. My mom and I, people want to talk about stories. You know, you go get gas and stuff. So I just wanted to share that. It was just killer. Um, just whatever you're doing, you know, stick through it, and the fruits of your labor will be double sweet. They just will. And on that note, if you're into the PDR business and you want to make some extra money, flips. There's good money in flips because I'm going to be selling some buses, or at least a bus pretty soon myself. So anyway, that's it. Now the real bumper music. Love you all, man. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.